He is the JoeBucksFan.com draft guru, as heard many times on the Ira Kaufman podcast. The great Sean Sullivan is here now with his new podcast, Best in Class, presented by Bill Curry Ford. You love diving into all things NFL draft, but what about after the draft? That's what this weekly podcast is about, and a little bit of Buccaneers talk too. Keeping up with the rookies and second-year guys around the NFL, how they are playing, how they're being used, and much more. Here he is, Sean Sullivan. Hi, everybody. It's Sean Sullivan coming live from Bill Curry Ford Studios in Tampa for Best in Class with Sean Sullivan. Welcome in. So lots of stuff to talk about. Grace is going to tell you, please uh, follow us at Bill Curry Tampa, Facebook, Instagram, social media. I'm just going to use social media blanket and you guys figure it out. Okay, so um, great news. Write me some emails at uh, bestinclass at billcurry.com. Complain, whatever. Tell me how great I am. I could always use the uh, reinforcement, you know, because I have low self-esteem. Grace will tell you. <laughs> so some big news about Todd Wright and Todd Wright's uh, Fantasy Football League for uh, Bill Curry Ford. Hosts, obviously, Todd Wright. He hosted two um, leagues here. So the Bill Curry Ford Todd Wright podcast, guess who the winner was? Todd Wright. <laughs> Won the actual Bill Curry Ford Fantasy Football League. So congratulations to the commissioner, the winner, the hoster, the creator, Todd Wright. Also, uh, Tony was the recipient, uh, recipient of the other $1,000 that we gave Todd Wright for his other Fantasy Football League. If you guys love Fantasy Football, please join Todd Wright's podcast. He's a fantastic uh, Fantasy Football player and coach. And then, of course, we're sponsoring... Uh, several leagues for him uh, in the Tampa community, which we are always privileged to have Todd Wright host at Bill Curry Ford. And then, of course, next year, he'll be hosting in the new Giant showroom, the Giant Returns 2023. Please come down and order your new Bronco, your Mach-E, your Ford Lightning. Basically, order anything you want, right? I'll even take your food order. I don't care. I'll sell you anything, uh, body shop service parts, uh, whatever you guys need. We are available for you. Bill Curry Ford serving the Tampa community for 61 years. Very excited about what's, um, what our future holds. So uh, with saying that, I am ready to get into football. So let's discuss the Bucks game. I'm going to start with the Antonio Brown. He's going to get 10 seconds, and then we're never going to talk about him again. All right? Very simply, I know what happened with Antonio Brown. I, I have um, some friends that are, are very close to the situation. And so far, nothing has come out that I've seen that actually explains the situation properly. I'm going to continue to let the media work on that issue. The only issue that I'm concerned about is he quit. He quit on our team. He quit on Pittsburgh. And now we never have to talk about him again. I'm not going to say it's a big loss for this team because a quitter is never a loss. You, you win by subtraction. And then as far as the mental health is concerned, you know, Sean, you're being cold. Uh, he's got mental health. We all have mental health issues, buddy. We all, uh, there's not a person in Tampa that's not suffering from some type of mental health issue. He was suffering it in college. So everybody talks about concussions in the NFL. Well, that didn't cause him to do all the bad things in college. That's why he fell to the sixth round. He hasn't been a good person his whole life. And apparently um, he hasn't learned any lessons. And he continues to show up people who, who go out on a limb for him, which is a shame. But again, 10 seconds is up. I'm not going to talk about the guy anymore. Let's talk about the guys that actually contribute to this team. The Bucks won this game 28-24 to over the Jets. Tom Brady, of course, bails this team out yet again. 34, 50, 4, 10, 3 TDs. There's not much this guy can't do. He plays with all kinds of players and gets through all the adversity. He's just a winner. He wills us to win. So thank you, Tom Brady, for stepping up again. Uh, we could talk about a couple of plays that really made a difference. Kashawn Vaughn, our, our pick out of Vanderbilt, 
um, led the team in rushing with 31 yards on eight carries, had two catches for 14 yards. And the reason why I say that is, we, you know, you can't – this team didn't rush the ball well against the Jets defense, which is the worst in the NFL. It surprised me that we didn't rush for more than, than, than our leading rusher rushed for 31. I mean, I know Ronald Jones got hurt, but we did have Vaughn and Le- Le'Veon Bell. They're both healthy. They should be able to run the ball. Le'Veon Bell had three catches for 30 yards, 10, um, 10 yards a pop. He was obviously being worked into the third down role, which I think is going to be fantastic for Le'Veon Bell. So, so that's really good. I didn't like his comments after the game about how he's not going to speak ill of Antonio Brown. Why say anything? Why come out in support or why come out negative about a player? Just ignore it, the situation. That's what I would do. But I understand he's connected through Pittsburgh and they both made very terrible decisions uh, for their careers in Pittsburgh. So maybe that maybe he's trying to uh, figure this thing out too. But I'm happy for his contribution. He seems to be um, learning the offense and getting a rapport with Brady. He seems to be doing and doing and saying all the right things. So I hope he does well here. The return of Gronk, seven catches for 115 yards. Um, he played an integral part in this game. So very happy to have Gronk back. And then, of course, let's talk about Cyril Grayson. I didn't know a lot about this guy. I mean, obviously, we knew that he played for eight different teams. He was a free agent, signed out of LSU. He had six catches for 81 yards and a TD. He had 81 yards receiving last week. So he's really coming on, becoming one of Tom Brady's favorite players. And, and, you know, I watched him block, and I, I tell you, he's, he's, he's a very good blocker compared to some of our other receivers. I was very impressed with him. But what I was so impressed about this gentleman is the fact that he never played college football. I mean, this is a Matt Castle situation, right? So Matt Castle is a quarterback that played, you know, for the Patriots, uh, and he played for the Kansas City Chiefs, signed some big contracts, never played college football, never took a snap. Cyril Grayson, well, he was at least on a team. Cyril Grayson was never on the LSU football team. He never took a snap as a football player unless he was in high school. And at that time, it was like a, like a camp. It wasn't even on the high school football team because he was running track. So this is a gentleman who has toyed around working for his dream for eight different teams. The, 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 the gentleman is 28 years old. He hasn't given up on his dream of playing football. He, you know, he doesn't have a lot of experience. And he comes in and look at what he's doing. I, I'm, I'm very impressed with him. Uh, I loved his attitude after the game. Um, this is the guy you want to root for. This is the guy that Tampa needs to put their support around and let this guy know, thank you for doing what you're doing for Tampa. Thank you for having a great attitude. Thank you for, for fighting, for, for wanting to play and, and, and be a great football player. I wish him absolutely nothing but the best. I think that he's going to make a huge difference in the playoffs. So Cyril Grayson, you know, we salute you kind of deal. Uh, Joe Tryon. Our first-round draft pick out of Washington had four tackles in this game. He didn't rush the passer well at all in this game. And then when you watch the tape back, he's in pass coverage most of the game. This is a Todd Bowles head-scratcher. You know, the first-round draft pick out of BYU of the Jets, um, and I'm talking about Wilson, uh, Zach Wilson, he literally has had – he's rated 32nd out of all quarterbacks. He has the worst quarterback rating against the rush in the NFL. And we don't rush him. We don't blitz him. We let him stand back there and throw accurate passes to a bunch of no-names. Uh, Braxton Berrios sounds like a, a drink. You know, it sounds like a Gatorade or something cool or a new Red Bull. I don't even know who Braxton Berrios is. Ty Johnson, Kenny Ubar, Keelan Cole is actually a name, a household name, but he hasn't been known for four years. Uh, Daniel Brown, and then there's a Jeff Smith, I mean, the Jeff Smith, and then, of course, Michael Carter who I've talked about forever out of North Carolina since week one. 
and told you what a brilliant runner he is. He had 54 yards on two carries and then got concussed. I mean, for goodness sakes, thank God he left the game or we, we would be in serious trouble. We would have let this game get out of hand. Where's Devin White? I wrote that in my notes. I, I'm watching the game. If he's not hurt, and I know that Joe Bucks fan did an article that, that said that he's not hurt, he's not running full speed, and he's, he's not engaged, and he's our run stopper, and he was running behind every play. I don't know what's going on with him. I've heard some rumors you know, about his um, off-game off routine where maybe he's not as focused as he normally would be, which happens. And you know what? If Devin White's listening, and he's a, and he's a customer of Bill Curry Ford, and I've met him, and, and he's a wonderful young man. Let me explain something. The season is long, and it's longer this season, 17 games. This is not a league where we can turn it on and off as we want to, to sit, to conserve our mind or our bodies. We've got to play, and we've got to play hard until the last snap. And I think with Devin White, I think he's, he's hitting that wall where he's, he's, this team is exhausted and he's tired. But I need him to, to refocus, drink some Red Bulls, and, and get out there because without his energy and without his defensive prowess, this team really struggles on defense. We need him making plays. We need him hitting people. We need him firing people up. I mean, Devin White is a Pro Bowl player. I'm, I'm excited when he's on the field. I just would like him to come back. And I, I, I know what in this game, it must have been hard for the Bucks to get up against the Jets. You know, this is a team that has four wins, and they've been blown out by every team every single week. I don't think they've had a competitive game in several weeks, except for when they ran for 200 yards last week. Other than that, like the six games prior, it was a joke. Their quarterback, Zach Wilson, has looked awful. So it's frustrating uh, in, in this game. But this is one of those games where we're getting ready for the playoffs. We're looking ahead, and we're kind of just going through the motions, except for Tom Brady. Tom Brady shows up every day, clean-faced. You know, look, he, he looked he look like he shaved three times before the game started, right? Hair's perfect, goes out there, jersey's perfect. He goes out there, throws the ball on a rope all game. The guy's like like a 1,000 years old. And then... And, you know, and he's doing it everything. The young guys have got to follow Brady's lead. He cannot bail us out on every one of these games. Pierre Desaire, hardworking corner, please learn how to tackle. If you're going to over-pursue or under-pursue, please, please do me a favor. Just throw yourself onto the ground and maybe he'll trip over you. It's driving me crazy, right? You, you had several plays behind the line of scrimmage where the right defense was called and you missed sure tackles. You, you didn't even push him to the sideline. And I know you're playing hard. I'm not, I'm not ragging on you and saying that you're an absolute terrible player. You're a backup player. I get it. You're working hard. You're trying to find a spot in the NFL. But you know what? You know what's going to impress fans and it's going to impress his coaching staff? It's tackling. Textbook tackle, please. And I'm telling you, you'll get more playing time and more people will love you. Just tackle. And another thing I wrote down about this game injuries right the injuries continue to stack up and this team still shows up and wins the game right so I don't know if you can tell me besides the Seattle Seahawks and um, what team has had more injuries than the Buccaneers this season at key personnel it's just over and over and over again and I, the, the reason why I brought this up is because I want to point out how much I respect Jason Light and the job that our general manager has done in my opinion he's executive of the year I don't know how you could give it to anybody else. The depth on this team, the pickups of Le'Veon Bell, the, the pickups of, I mean, obviously Richard Sherman got hurt, but it was still a very good pickup. The depth that he's trying to get for this team, the way he finds backup offensive linemen off the street that are contributing and starting right away. 
the way that he that he made these subtle trades uh, for defensive tackles and the subtle trades that he does. I love the job that he's doing. His draft picks, um, the depth on this team. I, I don't know of a deeper team in the NFL, and the only reason I know it's because we're being tested every week. It's like our depth is literally being tested every week, and we're still winning. For goodness sakes, guys, we're 12-4. and four. We won our division. Next week, we have a chance to set a franchise record for wins with 13. Tom, if you're listening, please uh, make sure we get our 13th win against Carolina. I'm actually uh, bringing my Uncle David to the game, which will be the first game that I've attended with family since my father passed. So this is a big deal to me. Please show up. Blast through them. I can't wait. So I'm very excited about that. That's pretty much wrapping up my Bucks talk. I'm proud of the, of the way the Bucks represented themselves on the media side of all the distractions. Please take a deep breath, get in the sauna, you know, run some laps, you know, swim some laps, whatever you need to do, get this guy out of your head, get it, get it gone, right? Let's play with the guys on this team, team first, team first, right? And I think we're going to go into this next week. We're going to get healthy and we're going to go into the playoffs and, uh, and Devin White and Shaq Barrett will be back and Pierre Paul will be rested and we're going to be ready for the playoffs and uh, I'm very excited about that. So, Bucks fans, hold your heads up high. 12-4 and record. Division champions going into next week. And you have a Hall of Fame quarterback, the best ever GOAT, quarterbacking your team into the playoffs yet again for the second year in a row. So, it's, it's fantastic. All right. Uh, next game, thinking about a Hall of Fame quarterback, uh, Pittsburgh beat the Browns 26-14. to uh, This is Ben Rossenberger's, you know, last hurrah. I think this was his last game at, at, um, at Heinz Field. So, it was very moving at the end of this game. So congratulations to the career uh, of Big Ben. I'm sure the Pittsburgh fans are going to really miss you. Uh, Jeremiah Wusukamora, the linebacker out of Notre Dame, he was a second-round pick uh, of the Browns, had seven tackles. The guy was all over the field for the Browns. The Browns were just punchless with their quarterback. He's obviously, his his um, shoulder is much more injured than what they thought. I mean, he I don't know why you wouldn't bench him. I, I mean, they should have benched him six games ago. It cost him the playoffs. Um, they can't get healthy at running back. Chubb had a tough game. Cost my friend his uh, fantasy football uh, championship. I did or, or Chubb did. I don't know. Either one. Pick one. And then uh, cost him the championship because uh, I asked him to sit amongst uh, Ross St. Brown for T. Higgins, which is just setting the world on fire. And, of course, I made the mistake, um, and then uh, he lost his championship. So I got to hold that on myself. Najee Harris, the first-round running back out of Alabama, um, had his best game as a pro, 28 carries, 188 yards, and a TD. Caught three balls for 18 yards. It was a fantastic game for Najee Harris. Definitely a throwback Pittsburgh game at home in the cold. This was definitely how the Steelers were built. Uh, they won 26-14. Now, for the Steelers to make the playoffs, they need the, the Jacksonville Jaguars to win next week. So Pittsburgh's going home. They ain't going to the playoffs. On to the next game. Cincinnati, Kansas City, uh, Cincy, which that team I've talked about several weeks in a row, has been incredible. They won 34-31. to 31. So Cincy is just rolling in the AFC. They are, uh, I believe they have a chance to be the number one seed going into the playoffs. So that's just an amazing job. The game was a fantastic game to watch. If you didn't get a chance to watch it, please pull up your game pass. It's definitely worth watching. Kansas City has Trey Smith, um, which is a guard. I've never talked about this guy on the podcast this year. He's a six-round pick out of Tennessee. I watched him in this game, and then I started looking up some of his statistics, and he is the highest-rated guard per snaps by Pro Football Focus. Now, I know 
you know, that's a give or take, and the, the ratings are, are what they are. You know, they had Brady ranked, I think, 19th at quarterback. So, I mean, their grades are what they are. But let's just say that Trey Smith is, needs a shout-out from me on this podcast. Um, he's a starting guard, six-round pick out of Tennessee for the Kansas City Chiefs. I know we've talked about Creed Humphrey, the, he, the center for KC. Uh, right now, he was getting votes for the Pro Bowl. That's the kind of level that, the, that Creed Humphrey has played. So congratulations um, on him. We've talked about him. I mean, how much can I really say about a center? He doesn't give up a lot of sacks. He hikes the ball oh, not over his head. So, I mean, there's really not much to talk about with a center. He brings stability to that KC line. Nick Bolton, the linebacker out of Missouri, uh, which was their, which KC's second-round pick, had four tackles in this game. I really like Nick Bolton. Uh, I think that um, he was linked to the Bucks several on several mock drafts. I just didn't think we were going to go linebacker, and I didn't think we were going to replace the um, – Levante David with Nick Bolton, but it was a possibility, but it didn't happen. Joe Burrow, first-round draft pick out of LSU, 30 of 39, 446, and four TDs. So what does Joe Burrow do? I threw for 525 last week. I'm just going to throw for 446 this week and four TDs. The guy is on fire. Jamar Chase, his number one, con- his number one contact in this game, or his number one receiver, whatever you guys want to call it. First-round draft pick um, out of LSU. So, you know, Obviously, we've talked about him all year. First five, six games, he was setting every single rookie record. He had gloves and cleats that go to the Hall of Fame. He had 11 catches for 266 yards and three TDs. I think with this performance, he passes uh, Mac Jones for Offensive Rookie of the Year. I think you have to give it to Jamar Chase at this point. He's such a difference maker, and and now you're going to see him in the playoffs. T. Higgins, second-round pick out of Clemson, uh, had three catches for 62 yards. You know, so T, you could have caught a couple more balls, buddy. You know, 11 of 266 for Jamar. You could have could at least caught a touchdown for my buddy who was playing you in his fantasy football league. So, uh, again, Cincy wins 34-31. What a win for, for Cincy. The Bills and the, and the Falcons. The Bills won 29-15 over the Falcons. Falcons got nothing to play for. Kyle Pitts, number one draft pick out of Florida, had two catches for 69 yards. He now had 66 catches for 1,018 yards for the year. He did leave this game with a strained... Um, hamstring or quad I, I don't know which one it is it's a leg injury with the quotes um, if he does play next week he will break Mike Dicka's rookie record for receiving so let's see if he plays um, there was a former Buck uh, sighting in this game Stephen Means linebacker he was our fifth round pick out of Buffalo in 2013 had five tackles he's starting for the Falcons I thought it was worth br- uh, bringing up that we drafted him and uh, we had him on our roster for a couple of years and now after all these years, you know, seven years later, he's uh, eight years later now. I guess he's starting in an NFL game. So congratulations to, to Stephen Means. Greg Rousseau, the first-round draft pick of the Bills out of Miami, the U. He had three tackles and a sack in this game, uh, four and a half sacks on the year. He's uh, he's a solid run stopper. He's, his pass rushing is coming on. So uh, congratulations to the Bills, 29-15. to 15. Uh, really, um, the only difference in this game was the Bills rushed the ball pretty well. Josh Allen did not throw the ball well. He had two picks in this game, but he did rush for two TDs. So Bears 29, the Giants 3. This was a Mike Glennon versus Andy Dalton game. For those football fans, this will make you watch baseball. That's how bad this game was. Uh, Mike Glennon, former Buck, third-round pick at NC State, completed four passes in this game for 24 yards and two picks. So he actually completed six passes if you count the two picks. So congratulations to Mike Glennon and all those uh, guys that wanted Glennon to be our starting quarterback. Maybe you should uh, study football because he's, he's terrible, guys. Andy Dalton did just enough to move the ball. 
So there's not really not much to talk about, Andy. But Darnell Mooney is the guy I want to talk about. He's a fifth-round pick out of Tulane. He had seven receptions for 69 yards and a TD. And on the year, he's at 929 yards. So with this last game, he has a chance to get over 1,000 yards. And I think for for the uh, that offense in Chicago, for him to even be getting close to 1,000 yards, is, I think is fantastic and shows you that he's a, he's a very good receiver. Uh, Fifth-round pick out of Tulane, a very big kid. Uh, congratulations to Darnell Mooney. Um, Miami and Tennessee. Tennessee won this game 34-3, to broke my, uh, Miami's uh, seven-game win streak. Tua, the quarterback for Miami, the first-round draft pick out of, out of uh, Alabama, only completed 13 passes on 38 attempts. So I'm not a math wizard, but that ain't good. Uh, 205 yards and threw a pick. This was his worst game, I think, of the season. Jalen Waddell, first-round draft pick out of Alabama, who is now your rookie receiving uh, uh, reception leader all time in the NFL. Three three catches for 47 yards. Uh, Javon Holland, the uh, Oregon uh, safety, uh, drafted in the second round by the Dolphins, had seven tackles. I love that kid. That kid is awesome. He does their punt and kick returns, and he just and he plays the run tough. He's a solid Pro Bowl player. I think he's going to be just terrific for them for many years. Jalen Phillips, their first-round draft pick linebacker out of Miami, had two tackles. He's got eight and a half sacks on the year. Congratulations to Phillips, who who they said had pass rush potential at the draft combine, and obviously he's showing it. He's doing a fantastic job. Miami has a lot of talent. They lost this game thirty-four to three because Tennessee is still finding ways to run the ball with with you know with Deontay Foreman. Um, you know he was a former um, Texas running back that was a Heisman Trophy uh, candidate, resurrected his career. That Tennessee defense is no joke. Um, and then you had T- Tannehill throwing to a bunch of no names, uh, but Miami, Miami just goes how Tua goes. When Tua plays well, Miami wins, and when he plays, when he only completes 13 passes, they get beat 34 to three. That was a tough game. On to the next game: Raiders and the Colts. Uh, the Raiders pulled this game out. They had to have this game to stay in the playoff hunt. 23 to 20. It's a big win for the Raiders because I think the Colts are on a roll. Um, Nate Hobbs. The corner out of uh, Illinois, he was a fifth-round draft pick of the Raiders. He fell to the fifth round. We've talked about him week after week being a solid starter in the NFL. Um, I mean, he was getting talk of the, of the defensive all-rookie team, and, and he also got some Pro Bowl votes. And I'm like, and then what does he do? He, he unfortunately goes out and gets a DUI the night after the game. So th- he had problems at Illinois, and that's why he dropped in the draft, and it looks like those problems are following him into the NFL. So – Nate, if you're listening, I, I wish you the very best. I hope you you um, get whatever you need uh, because you're a terrific player. Please don't throw away your career. Uh, I know the Raiders aren't going to give you the support that you need, but uh, but do yourself a favor, play for your second contract, and uh, and and continue to make those tackles and get your. I hope your personal life gets under under control. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, second round draft pick out of uh, Wisconsin, 20 carries, 108 yards, and a TD for the Colts. So he did his part. Quiddy Pay, the Michigan defensive end. First round draft pick of the Colts had three tackles and a sack, um, so you know he's he's got another four and a half sacks on the year. So you know he's hit or miss, but I think you know first round pass rushers first year in the NFL. Those that's a tough deal, and uh, very few of them um, are are like Amika Parsons. So they're hit or miss. But again, the Raiders win twenty three to twenty. New England Jacksonville. Again, I said. Um, you know, for the Pittsburgh Steelers to make the playoffs, Jacksonville has to win next week. So Pittsburgh, you start packing to go home. Uh, New England won 50 to 10. 
over Jacksonville. Mac Jones, first-round draft pick at Alabama, 22 with 32, 27, and three TDs. That, that kid looks fantastic after having two bad games in a row. He responded with a nice, solid game, only missed seven passes, threw for three TDs. Ramondre Stevenson, I've been talking about this guy since week four, 19 carries, 107 yards, two TDs. He was a fourth-round draft pick out of Oklahoma. He was on my preseason star list for all that preseason football I love to watch. This kid was unstoppable, and then he didn't get to play until the fourth week of the season because of Damian Harris, and this kid's been on fire ever since. Christian Barmore, who was linked to the Bucs, he was a first-round uh, – he it was supposedly linked to the Bucs at 37th in the first round, and he ended up going in the second round uh, to New England, had his first sack of the season, and he had three three tackles for loss. So – He's plays to run well, but his pass rush, again, he had his first sack. You know, he was a high five-star recruit at Alabama, had a terrific Alabama career. I think the, the knock on him was his motor, but um, it looks like he's putting it together in New England, so I wish him the best. Trevor Lawrence, the number one pick out of Clemson, the can't-miss prospect, threw the ball 27 times, completed 17 of them for 193, and he threw three interceptions. Whatever Jacksonville needs to do in this offseason, besides hire you know, Doug Peterson or, or, or a top coach, you've got to get this guy some offensive talent. It's really terrible. They need to revamp that offensive line. You know, Urban Meyer, thank God he got fired, deserved to get fired, should have got fired before the first game, literally d drafted not one offensive lineman for this kid. You draft him number one overall. You draft a running back that, that you didn't play and, and got hurt because you didn't give him the reps that he needed. I mean, that was just the whole thing was just handled terribly. Build an offensive line around a rookie quarterback and then get him some receivers, for goodness sakes. On to the next game, uh, Eagles-Washington. Uh, Eagles won this game 20-16. to uh, Devontae Smith, the first-round draft pick at Alabama, Heisman Trophy winner, three catches for 54 yards. Um, I want to talk about Jalen Hurts in this game. Uh, Jalen Hurts went 17 of 26 for 214, and he also ran the ball seven times for 44 yards. And then, you know, obviously they had the um, – a nice touchdown run at the end of this game to beat to beat Washington. And I didn't want to talk about Jalen Hurts in the football field. For those of you who didn't watch the game, when Jalen Hurts was leaving the field, uh, the, the stadium collapsed, uh, one of the railings, and a bunch of fans fell on Jalen Hurts. And instead of reacting, you know, in a scared or a crazy way when the railing fell, what does he do? He stands there and takes pictures and hugs the, the, the Philly fans and loves on them and takes pictures and signs autographs. You know, Jalen Hurts, you know, he was a second-round draft pick, um, you know, out of Oklahoma. And I have to sit there and, and, and say how much respect I have for Jalen and how he handled that with the fans. So if you haven't seen that, it's a really cool uh, thing to watch on YouTube. But that's a class act, Jalen. And coming from an Eagles team, you might be the only class act in the entire city of Philadelphia. But um, it is what it is. Don't get me started on Philly. But – Jalen, congratulations on being a gentleman and handling your fans the correct way. Next game, Rams and the Ravens. Uh, Rams uh, 20, Ravens 19. Uh, Matthew Stafford turned the ball over again two more times. Uh, one was for a pick six. So, you know, I'm, I'm the way he's playing, I'm not really scared of the Rams at this point. Tyler Huntley, the Utah free agent quarterback, uh, playing for the Ravens, was 20 of 32, 197 yards and a, and a pick. This was his worst game as a starter for the Ravens. He's played much better than that. Rashad Bateman, their first-round draft pick out of Minnesota, had seven catches for 58 yards. Um, so there's really nobody I want to talk about on the Rams. Uh, again, neither one of these teams played well in this game. Uh, both teams turned the ball over. 
Uh, neither one had a running game to speak of. So, um, I, you know, we might meet the Rams in the playoffs, and I hope we meet that team. Uh, Chargers 34, Broncos 13. Justin Herbert, my boy out of Oregon, uh, 22 of 31 for 237 yards and two TDs. Uh, Javante Williams, the um, second-round running back out of North Carolina for the Broncos, had 14 carries for 30 yards. Again, he's been terrific for them all year. Patrick Sertain, the second. First-round draft pick out of Alabama for the Broncos, had six tackles and two pass defense. That guy's had a solid season. Um, uh, Asante Samuel Jr., another rookie defensive back, second round um, out of Florida State for all you Florida State homers, five tackles, one pass defense for the Chargers. So two young corners, a young running back, and then uh, uh, um, Justin Herbert, who's just an all-star. So I get into an argument over, uh, you know, football argument, over who do I want to start a team with? Do I start it with, with Burrow or do you, do you start it with Herbert? Which one do you start a team with right now? If, you, if, you're, if, you're, if you're watching uh, Joe Burrow and you're watching Justin Herbert, who are you starting a team with? I'm Justin Herbert all the way. I'm, I'm thinking this is a strong, tall kid. He doesn't have any knee injuries, arm injuries. Burrow's missed time with, with the knee injury. You know, he missed um, most of last season. What did he miss? Six, eight games last season. He's been hurt this season. But, yeah, so when he's on, he throws the ball well. So, well, so does Justin Herbert. He actually has the NFL record for the most touchdowns thrown in your first two seasons in the NFL. So, again, I'm Herbert all the way. For all those guys that would support Burrow, send me an email at bestinclass at billcurry.com and tell me why you would want to have Burrow over Herbert. Uh, next uh, game, 49ers-Texans. Simple game, 49ers won 23-7. Uh, Davis Mills, third-round draft pick out of, out of Stanford, 21-32 of 32 for a TD and a pick. I think that the Texans have seen enough of Davis Mills to give him a, a chance next year. I think the Texans should go offensive line and running back, receiver, defensive back, linebacker, defensive end, defensive tackle, special teams, and new coaching staff. But saying all that, I think Davis Mills deserves a chance. Nico Collins, the first, the uh, third-round pick out of Michigan, um, had a sighting, two catches for 35 yards. You know, he has not had a very productive year, but it was worth mentioning because he was in the stat column. Uh, the story of this game was Trey Lance, the first-round draft pick of the 49ers. Uh, he went 16 of 23 for 249 yards, two TDs, and a pick, and he rushed the ball eight times for 31 yards. If you didn't watch this game, this is Kyle Shanahan's dream, is this running quarterback um, who can who can do the RPOs um, better than, than Garoppolo and who can get the ball down the field. I thought... Uh, after seeing his first game of the season, he looked terrible. He was throwing the ball high, and then he came out with my finger was hurting during the game, and then he had this game. This was his first start. Since then, I thought he played very well. Um, there's just not a lot to go on at this point, but, and the Texans aren't really a, a true test of Trey Lance, but we'll see. We'll see how he's coming along. Elijah Mitchell, who is a star running back out of Louisiana, six-round draft pick this year of the 49ers, 21 carries, 119 yards, 878 yards on the season. Um, he has a chance with a big game, 120 yards next week to, to break the 1,000-yard marker in the 17th game. Elijah Mitchell, we salute you, man. Another six-round running back that just took the NFL by storm. Arizona is the next game. They beat Dallas 25-22. to uh, Mika Parsons, the linebacker, first-round draft pick, had five tackles, two tackles for loss. There was really too much, you know, Kyle Murray played in this game. Dallas's offense just couldn't do anything against Arizona's defense, which, by the way, gave up 47 points to the Texans the week prior. Um, some, you know, the NFL is just week by week, man. You, you can't really understand anything that goes on. The one thing I didn't like about this game, and I'm not a Dallas fan, 
But the referees were – this was probably the worst called game I've seen in a long time, and I'm a Bucks fan. The refs were absolutely terrible in this game. Dallas really got the raw into the stick on this one, on this entire game. Uh, New Orleans and the Panthers. New Orleans won 18-10 to 10 over the Panthers. I got nothing to say. Both teams suck. New Orleans, you suck. That's it. On to the next game. Lions uh, 29, Seahawks 51. Tim Boyle out of Kentucky was a starter for the Lions. He's not very good, guys. When golf isn't playing, I don't. the Lions really don't have a chance. Uh, Panay Sewell, the first-round draft pick, can't miss left tackle out of Oregon for the Lions. is playing extremely well. Congratulations to the Lions for, for getting that. And they, they stole Amon Ross St. Brown out of USC. You know, in the fourth round, he had two catches, 23 yards and a TD. Rushed, I'm sorry, he rushed the ball two times, 23 yards and a TD, and caught eight passes for 111 yards and a TD. Cost my friend the uh, fantasy football league because I told him to sit Amal Ross St. Brown and start T. Higgins in that KC game. And then, uh, then what does he do? He has a career game. Of course. That's just the way it works. Again, uh, nothing positive to say about the Seahawks except that the NFL should, should strip them of their franchise. And then, hey, did we start that, um, you know, uh, fire the coach of the Seahawks uh, website thing yet? Pete Carroll, fire Pete Carroll yet? No, we didn't. Can we start that this week? I don't care what it costs. Let's get it started. Then let's get some followers on it. Can't stand that guy. Last game, uh, Green Bay and the Vikings. Uh, Green Bay won 37-10. This wasn't much of a game. I was hoping the Vikings would give him a game, but Sean Mannon, who was who quarterbacked the Vikings, is just terrible. I mean, we share the same name, uh, and it's spelled correctly, S-E-A-N, but that's pretty much all I have in common with this guy because I'm a winner. This guy sucks, right? This guy's terrible. And I really needed – hey, you know what I really needed, Sean? I really needed a lift. Right, I need you to beat the Green Bay Packers so that the Bucks can continue to move up in the standings. Then I get what do I get? I get Sean Mannon who who just decides to throw the ball short on every third down and, and not near the sticks. And then last week Green Bay plays, and then all we needed was a little help. Nope, nope, can't get it. That everybody just sucks. So do I think that Green Bay's this world beater that just is beating everybody in the NFC and Aaron Rodgers is running around on one toe or nine toes or whatever you want to say it is. And he's throwing to all this, and Devontae Evans is the best. Uh, Adams is the best receiver in NFL, and the best player ever played with. How about this guy? You don't have Brady's statistics. You don't have Brady's wins, and Brady beat you head to head last year. So shut up, right? And Vikings, for goodness' sakes, figure it out. Dalvin Cook had his worst game of the season. I can't, I know that Minnesota just wants to shut it down. So that's this week uh, in football. I look forward, uh, guys, to, to to our final week of the NFL season. Then we're going to get into our draft talk and our college um, all-star games, which is going to be super fun. Go Bucks! And uh, please follow us at Bill Curry Tampa. Go on our website and find all of our great specials. Our, we still have year-end stuff going on, even though we're in January. Um, we have some great deals. Your car, uh, unfortunately, is a year older, but bring it in. I'm going to look at it anyway, try to make a deal. For those of you who got too busy at the holidays you know, to get your car stuff done, come and see me, Sean Sullivan. I will sit down with you, work with you. We'll talk football. I'll sell you some cars, okay? Have a great ride home, and we wish you the very best. And thank you to the Curry family uh, and Joe Bucks fan for the opportunity for this podcast. Thank you so much. Sean and Grace out.